started moving in and then like the pandemic becomes official yeah. on like the 15th of March and then like Americans kind of started to stop trusting their government as much as they used to and therefore the firearms industry you know starts to experience a, a, a boom period where people are like you know what maybe I'm gonna buy you know some of this stuff that I think I might need what I, I, yeah something gun yeah I think I need a gun so the yeah. pandemic throws people off and then um, and they things were crazy for a couple of months and then started to cool off a little bit and then that's when the rieting started yeah. in the summer and, of 2020 yeah. so and, then people were, went yeah. from like I don't trust my government to like I don't know if I trust my community anymore and so then there's more ordering and it's kind of weird to watch that that change and um, I mean it's good to be able to provide like really high quality equipment for people who want to protect themselves or prepare for Thank y'all for tuning in to the Big Tech Ordinance Podcast. We're here today with Ian. Uh, we got Jesse, Kurt, and Steven from Blue Alpha um, having them on the podcast here at SHOT Show 2023. So, uh, guys, who wants to go first? Tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of who y'all are. And, um, I'll let Kurt go first. Yeah, yeah. sure. So, uh, we, are, we are Blue Alpha. We are a soft goods uh, manufacturing company that... Um, manufacturing and retail company. So we, we make mostly belts is what we're known for, but we are branching out in all kinds of other things, but uh, we're essentially a sewing shop, a sewing shop and everything that is blue alpha branded on our website is made in house by us. And we make concealed carry belts, battle belts, um, and some accessories that can go on belts. And we've, branched out into other things like concealed carry fanny packs you know the tourniquet holders we do a bunch of our own apparel in-house uh like we make fleece beanies that are 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 cut sewn and printed in-house um so we really like just being a u.s manufacturer and having full control over everything from you know the materials that the raw materials all the way to the customer service on the other end Nice. Very cool. I have one of y'all, be- one of y'all's beanies, and it's yes, We're, we we love those things because yeah. it's it's pretty rare for a company to not just outsource something like that. So yeah, yeah we buy rolls of Polar Tech fleece, <laughs> cut it on like a high end CNC cutting table, and then stitch it together with special you know stretchy materials, and then we print it in house with a our logo on it and they're just like really comfortable, really warm and they're a great value too for, for what they are, especially being made in the USA. Yeah. I think a lot of people, um, you know, when you, when you get a hat or something, it's like, Oh yeah, we made this hat. It's like, Oh yeah. Like you embroidered that hat yeah. or something, you know, like, <laughs> and that's the problem is like when I hand somebody a beanie, I'm like, yeah, we made this. And they're like, they automatically assume that we just put our logo on yeah. it. Like, no, but like we really did make this, <laughs> you know? And, uh, so yeah, we're pretty proud of that. So, <laughs> yep. And uh, so Jesse and I are the the uh, founders and owners of Blue Alpha. We started making belts in spring of 2016. We started with concealed carry belts, and Jesse and I decided that we wanted to start a business. Uh, I really was 
I, I liked the firearms world, the firearms industry. That's where that's where my brain was. And Jesse wanted I to start a business. Jesse is like the guy <laughs> that wants to start the business. Yeah. He's the entrepreneur. And so we, we kind of teamed up and uh, decided we were going to make a concealed carry belt based on a... I had bought my first concealed carry belt and kind of had a bad experience. And I was complaining about it to Jesse. Like, I feel like I overpaid for this. They charged $13 to ship it to me. It's just like a belt in an empty box. And I did confirm that. Like, yeah. you definitely overpaid for this. Yes. <laughs> like, this, there's no way this should cost So that, that gave us kind of the idea of like, well, there's probably opportunity in this market then because... You know, if, if I, what I bought was considered to be one of the best, then we can probably compete with that. So, um, we tried to find a sewing contractor because we don't know how to sew. Right. <laughs> and that's, you know, a very logical thing to do. And we did end up talking to a guy in South Georgia and he's like, you guys should just make this yourself. And well, he didn't tell that to us right away, but yeah. he was, he was like, like, yeah, I could do I this. Wanna, and I was I like, no, you can't. He's like, you should do it. And yeah. I was like. I remember he put his arm around me. He's like, you can, you can do this. And I was like, okay. But I was like, on the way home, I was like, Kurt, there's no way. Like, I don't know how to sew. Yeah. Like, how are we going to do this? You know? So that was, it was a bit discouraging for the next few months. Just yeah. Kind of like, oh, well, so, I guess that was a good idea, but we'll yeah. Stop. So we, we ended up buying a used sewing machine, like off of eBay. Nice. No, yeah, yeah it was, well, I mean, it was a local dealer. A local but, dealer. Yeah. Okay. And then, um. <clears throat> Jesse learned how to sew watching like some people on YouTube and mm -hmm. then just trial and error. And, uh, you know, we started off just making belts in his little like shop at his house. And I had like a set of purple kitchen scissors that I was, that I was using <laughs> to cut the, the webbing and, you know, a roll of masking tape on the table to like figure out the sizing. And we used a little, like a torch that I'd have to light every time oh, yeah. to like burn, you know, to clean up the ends. It was, it was like a, it was ridiculous. Cave, it was a caveman. It was ridiculous. Like, totally ridiculous. Oh, but just was, never heard of her. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but was, those, those early belts were pretty nice though. Yeah. Cause like, they just, they took so much time to make. Yeah. Like we melted the ends and then once it would like, like, solidify again we would sand them and then melt oh, them again yeah. and sand them with again like and it was like belt sander that we were using to the like end make was like nice. just belt sander for the magnificent belts. yeah exactly <laughs> yep. yeah so um yeah we we started with that just the two of us and our first year was spent in jesse's uh garage and eventually got an employee and got our own 700 square foot shop that we were like, man, this place is huge. It has a, like a door that like separates yeah. like one area from the other. And um, in the high life now. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like, we're like, we're never going to fill this thing. Like yeah. <laughs> it was literally smaller than the room we're in right now. Yeah. Like, yeah, quite a bit actually. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Jesse had talked with the landlord and oh, yeah. was just like, Hey, what happens if we like can't pay our bill? Like what happens? I was really concerned about committing to a rent payment because we were just like so intimidated yeah. by that. And she was, she was like, you know, it'll, it'll be fine. I'll like, if you guys can't pay, I'll, I'll, you know, she basically yeah. was like, we'll let you off the hook. Shout out to her. She's, yeah, she's legit. Awesome. She's awesome. She's super awesome. Yeah. But, uh, we ended up not even making it in there for a year. We had to move after 11 months to, and didn't hold it against us yes. by the way. Yeah. She, moving she, out a year early. Like, yeah. She so, was like, congrats yeah. on your growth. So, um, we ended up moving five times in our first four years. <laughs> Sounds like us. Um, I yeah. say, this, we, yeah. this conversation sounds it's, very familiar. It, and it, it's been great to watch yeah. you guys grow along the way because it's the timelines are pretty similar, and we've known you guys for mm -hmm. for years yeah. now, and definitely remember seeing you know go from small shop to bigger shop to bigger shop to your own gun range and all that. It's mm -hmm. been been amazing to watch. 
Um, and so you guys, you share a lot of the same experiences. Yeah, that we, we can kind we of share. sympathize oh, a little bit. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I, know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. To an extent. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Moving is like oh, yeah. the worst yeah. ever. Luckily, <laughs> most of our moves have been within like, like literally like, like a quarter mile. Like oh, we, just, yeah. we were in a storage unit. So like we moved to a storage unit we moved to another storage unit in the same complex mm-hmm. and we moved to the business park behind the storage unit yeah and then we moved from the one uh building of the in the business complex to the building next door in the same business complex to like so it's, that's awesome. it's all been close moves but that's still good. moving us uh, we moved <laughs> we moved a lot and we had to bring sewing machines up and down stairs oh god moving. fuck that <laughs> yeah it was, it was horrible like it was literally the yeah. worst like i but think our I backs did, are still messed up i had a few intimate moment, moments with steven moving yeah, sewing machines true. up and down stairs yeah. that was that was the worst part before i started working with them it's just all the favors yeah it was just like <laughs> hey they're, are my friends are like hey what are you doing anything like that? <laughs> you know, like, I don't you remember the time you helped truck. us move like six months ago? Yeah. <laughs> you but were that, pretty but good. But that at was it. the yeah. worst part. A lot of the moves that they did originally was like literally across the train tracks or across the street or to the one building next door. And it was just like, we'll bring that sewing machine back up and bring it down, then bring it back down the next one. And it was. Yeah. I just remember it was all very, very similar. Like I remember her bringing a sewing machine. Yeah, I remember bringing a sewing machine up the stairs, <laughs> and I was like struggling hard. And Stephen came up behind me. And picked it up, and I had to walk in sync with him up the stairs. <laughs> Stephen basically gave him a, a reach around. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was yeah. to help him. <laughs> it was slightly uncomfortable, it was but also like it was I need this. One. It was a professional one. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and for all the listeners, he didn't know, but he asked for it. For all the listeners <laughs> who can't see Stephen, he's uh, legitimately seven feet tall and three hundred pounds. So yeah. I thought he was five foot twenty-four. He, no, five, six, yeah. 12, six twelve. Uh, six oh, twelve. Five foot twenty-four. Oh, that's that's what it is. Okay. Hi, I'm Chris from Big Tex Ordnance, and I'm Ian from Big Tex Ordnance. <laughs> and today we've got the weekly update. So first off from Voltor is the classic Murr upper receivers, right? So we've got them in foliage green, black, standard black. Those are my picks. What do you got over there? Um, for Boomer. all for all the wheel gun enthusiasts out there, we've started carrying some some Safariland Comp Three and Comp Two speed loaders for J frames and K frames. So if you guys need a good speed loader for all of your um, revolver needs, we got some. Uh, we have the new Streamlight Wedge XT. Also, these come in black and FDE. Great little task light. You know, drop your keys underneath the couch. You're looking for your burrito. Good little option from Streamlight comes with a little lanyard on it as well. Solid price point on those. I would I'll yep. have to reference the price point on USB C rechargeable and it has a deep carry uh, pocket, pocket clip, clip on it. Yeah, so option looks great. Coming up, there's a bunch of classes. We've got Paradox training. Oh, be across yeah, the street at the, at the, at the range. range. Uh, doing that the 27th, not this weekend, but next weekend. Anyway, lots of training events coming up. We just also posted the Sons of Liberty. Oh, yeah, the Armors class. Armors class in May. It's up on the website. Anyway, thanks for watching. Be safe. Finger guns. So, yes. Yeah, so, that, yeah, that's kind of uh, some of the miserable parts of our origin story. But <laughs> it, along with the fact that Jesse and I, who um, we were aircraft mechanics for Delta Airlines, and that's actually how we met at work. And um, the first three years of blue alpha's existence jesse and i were 
still working at Delta. And so it was quite a juggling act to try and do all of that while working. We were working night shift at Delta. So oh, yeah. Been not <laughs> night shift, but not, not for Delta. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You did night shift too. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> was it like, well, was we, it? Were, we were rotating. So like I would, oh, I would do like three off for four and then like on for three and then off for one. Yeah. And on for three. Like it's the worst. Yeah. You never yeah. know going what day you're off. You're like, am I, do I work today? Like, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's so bad going back and forth. Like it'd be easier yeah. just to like stick to one nights or days and just stick with it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how you would do that. It's, but it's, I, you know, everyone's like, oh yeah. Like, like, you know, the employer is like, oh, you know, you can work this and we require you to do this. But it's like, what if, are you sure this is healthy for me? Yeah. Like, it's like, I, like circadian rhythms are. No. Stuff, yeah. You know, like, like uh, I could not sleep. I would get home and I would sleep for like four hours. Yeah. And then the sun comes up and you're like, I can't sleep anymore. Yeah. Like I on nights, I'd get maybe three to four, maybe five hours. Yeah. Of sleep, and be... Like you're just up. In a constant, like, state of zombie. Yeah. It's yeah, not good. No. Human body yeah. isn't meant to work night shift. No, no it's, it's no, not. It really probably We're, we're figuring out that out this week, actually, <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Three hours behind. And yeah. Yeah, us, like, uh, Easter, Eastern time zone boys are uh, struggling out yeah, here. Yeah, we're having a hard time. Yeah, because... Well, when the parties don't end until 1 a.m. Pacific time, it's, yeah. uh, that's, that's a bit of a yeah, thing Yeah, I thought we us. had it bad being central, but like two hours is something, but adding an extra hour on that is yeah. exponentially more than yep. the first two. Like the, the last one is, yep. is... Yeah, I don't know how we're going to... It's yeah. going to be rough. A, a shot show definitely uh, removes years from your life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, in, and including being really sick the week after shot show, as as is tradition for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily you're enjoying a nice martini. There. Yeah, I have a uh, delicious martini of grape Pedialyte going, which is like one of the sh my shot show specials. <laughs> You're so bougie. Mm. Oh, you taste the sodium. I guess uh, one thing, as by way of introduction, I mean, uh, Kurt runs mostly the marketing and, uh, you know, like helping with product development, stuff like that, ideas and things. Um, the fun stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then I, uh, I do a lot of operations. I have, at least initially was everything on the operations side. Um, and then slowly, you know, we started adding to the team and we were able to hire people that are way better at that stuff than me. Uh, so we have a full management team now that is able to manage the business essentially with, us not being there. Nice. Uh, so now I, I mostly focus on, um, you know, general planning and also, uh, product. I, I help with product development. I've, we've, we've hired Steven recently to, to kind of spearhead product development and take charge of it. Uh, cause, uh, I have a tendency to, uh, uh, I guess chase a lot of different things down yeah, and I, I can't time. quite, he will, he will yeah. put every poker in the fire. That yeah. Can. It's like, Oh yeah, that's, that sounds fun. Yeah. Let's yeah. do that too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a tendency to say yes to a lot of things. And thankfully I have a, I have a team now that is like, we no. need to finish this one first. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, uh, but also no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's, uh, Sometimes it's you good. just got to jingle some keys over here and yeah. that helps. That yeah. Helps too. So, I mean, and, and, you know, I, I can be reasoned with, uh, it's just, Sometimes, uh, yeah, I, well, I overstep with all things in life. There's what you want to do and what you yeah. actually can do. Yeah. And they're not the same, unfortunately. Um, otherwise I would be like an astronaut or something. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, every like 10th idea is like a legit good idea. So just saying, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a lot of ideas, but, uh, yeah. So Steven's been 
a large help with that. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, you'll be shocked so. to learn that Steven also was a friend of ours that worked at, with us at Delta airlines. Oh, wow. So, yeah. yeah. No, uh, I met I've met Kurt. a lot of Delta airlines mechanics this week. Yeah. I mean, I've known y'all for a while, but yeah. then, um, Chad yeah, with yeah, flatline. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, man, yeah. how many, uh, he's another mechanics one. Got? <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. we, we uh, have left. They're all, they're all minus three <laughs> on, uh, the sewing side. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but, like just like a real adult, I met Kurt on the internet and decided to meet him. Yep, you know, in a, like hey, really, it was actually down an alley. It was, yeah, it really was a dark alley. It was Delta definitely Airlines. an alley. <laughs> uh, I, I saw some something he had posted on on Instagram. I'm like, hey, you work at Delta, you like us? Let's let's meet. And so then we've been friends ever since. And he was always hanging out at our shop and helping us with R and D and stuff like that. So then, uh, was it a year? It was uh, one of those things where we were. It was a little over a year ago, but. Uh, been full time with Blue Alpha. Yeah, for almost, we were like, hey, a year. why don't we pay you for this thing that you're always doing in your free time with us? Yeah. <laughs> well, really, it was funny because we were kind of we were talking about like this position that we wanted somebody to fill, and it was like, who could do that? And like we stood on it for weeks, and then it was like, oh dang, Stephen. Yeah, what about <laughs> like, why don't we have Stephen do it? Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think, he was working full time for the National Guard, so it was just like, but he we, did have a commute. Yeah, he had a long commute. Which was, yeah. So that's yeah, that what was, we used to, to bait him out of it. Excellent yeah. leverage for yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, do you want to commute five minutes <laughs> or an hour and a half yeah. each way? Yeah. I was commuting <laughs> over 15 hours a week. and Oh, geez. Yeah. It was it was rough. Yeah. So we yeah. were able to get him from that. So Nice. Yep. Yeah. It's been really good. Um, so y'all started with the garage. How, how I know y'all just... Got a, a new facility, um, or maybe maybe it was a year ago. Might seem that, new. It, 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 it seems actually, like it was like we bought it in 2019. Oh, holy shit! Yeah. And then we renovated it, and we didn't move into it till March 2020. Okay, so wow, yeah. so it has been a couple. Wow, it's, time it, flies. It, it, it time, does feel like flies, that because yeah. yeah, <laughs> it's been uh, almost. I remember you posting pictures of like the whole build out and stuff, yeah. and yeah. like you yep. know. Um, so how, how big is that facility now? Uh, it's 12,000 square feet. Jeez. Yeah. Or for. And, the, we well, figured. for the city, it's eleven thousand nine hundred. Yes, according yeah. to yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we had a house that was like it was like something something ninety seven. It yeah. was like, come on, y'all can buy three. Co- that's where the code changes. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the thing. Is like the the code, you know, for a twelve thousand square feet building. I'm not even going to tell you what it is, but like, there's there's things that you Get have to do when uh, you go over twelve thousand square feet. And it's like, why? I, I was like, let's just cut a square foot out of this building. Yeah, yeah. it'll be cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> it would be cheaper. <laughs> exactly. So, so, so yeah, we, we've been in that, uh, facility since, uh, March, 2020, which we actually, it was like March 1st, 2020. Uh, we mo- started moving in and then like the pandemic becomes official yeah. on like the 15th of March. And then like Americans kind of started to stop trusting their government as much as they used to. And therefore the firearms industry, you know, starts to experience a, a, a boom period where, People are like, you know what? Maybe I'm gonna buy, you know, some of this stuff that I think I might need. Oh, what do I? Uh, yeah, something gun. Yeah, gun? I think I need a gun. So the yeah. pandemic throws people off, and then um, and they things were crazy for a couple of months, and then started to cool off a little bit, and then that's when the rioting started yeah. in the and, summer of 2020. Summer of burning cities. So and, then people were went yeah. from like I don't trust my government to like I don't know if I trust my community anymore, and so then there's more ordering and. It's kind of weird to watch that that change, and um, I mean, it's good to be able to provide like really high quality equipment for people who want to protect themselves or prepare for some sort of scenario. And uh, but 
it was a pretty wild ride for us in 2020 and and we grew as fast as we could uh we're thankful that we were actually in that building it would have been nice to have like another couple of weeks to prepare <laughs> but uh but uh we we pretty much filled to 12,000 square feet in the first year like, like, easily like, yeah yeah like <laughs> thank you yeah in case the city's watching <laughs> yeah i know yeah. <laughs> um and we've managed through uh we've managed to stay in that building and we we plan to continue to stay in it um just through <clears throat> modernizing our um Process. our manufacturing processes and so our facility is extremely high tech and uh we we use a lot of um really cool advanced equipment and technology to manufacture our stuff and it's one of the main ways that we can stay competitive uh, in a world where a lot of gear is made overseas, mm -hmm. um, or it's made by just other forms of really, really cheap labor. And that's not, that's not how we wanted to do it. So we have our sewing shop has air conditioning, awesome lighting carpet. It's comfortable. It's quiet. Um, so we, our strategy is let's have less employees pay them more and teach them how to use really high-tech equipment. And that's how we can get the most efficiency per square foot of space. Yeah, And that's worked out really well for us. Take good care of your people. Treat them well. Um, <clears throat> we actually give them a lot of freedom with the hours that they're, they can work. So when so someone comes to work for Blue Alpha, they can basically... There's, there's like a minimum and a maximum amount of hours that we, we want them to work, but they can kind of decide when they work. Oh, nice. So we have a lot of people who they'll drop their kids off at school and then they can come and work for us. That's huge. And then they can go pick their kids up. That's awesome. And by yeah. doing that, we end up getting a lot of really high quality people that other companies wouldn't hire because they're like, no, you have to show up at this time. It's too much of a schedule this time. Yeah. If your Tim is late, then, you know, yeah, like, uh, yep. And so, which I never understood. Yeah, I'm like, so for, I don't get that. So yeah. for us, it's like, uh, just clock in when you get here, yeah. and then clock out when you leave, and then we know how long you worked, and we'll pay yeah, you for that. We'll pay you for that. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's cool. turns out that's a thing. Yeah. And, and there's a lot of constraints, you know, in other businesses where that's not possible, but it is possible with the manufacturing side that that we're doing. Um, so why not lean in that? And it's it's proven to work out very well for us. Yeah. And when people come to work for us, they end up being like, hey, telling their friends like, hey, I got this job that's like this and like this, and we can do this. And, you know, then What's we end it? up hiring their friends. Yeah, because yeah. high, high quality people know other high quality people. Yep. Exactly. Know, and then next thing you know, you have an yep. amazing workforce. That... Te technically, a lot of these people wouldn't be working otherwise. Yep. Um, I mean, not all of them, but a lot of them. Uh, so you're pulling people into the workforce that wouldn't be in it to begin with. Um, but it does create, I mean, there are constraints that it creates for us that is different. Um, you know, so uh, sometimes you'll have machine time or machines that just won't be working. You're not getting max usage out of the machines necessarily. So it comes at a cost, but we feel like it's worth it if I can get excellent people mm -hmm. so uh again so. that sounds all familiar yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this what you guys do yeah to an extent like yeah. uh we have we have a couple people that work remote um like there's certain like the customer service side it's all we do everything we don't have a phone so it's all you know over through our our uh support desk uh software mm -hmm. so like marcy and she's in georgia actually um, oh really yeah 
Yeah. We have a yeah. Marcy, too. Oh, really? Uh, wait, <laughs> the same That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, I shouldn't say too much because y'all might take her. Uh, uh, yeah, no, well, yeah. Marcy's awesome, though. She has, like, a farm out there. Oh, that's cool. So she'll get on, like, um, she'll kind of be able to bounce back, take care of her goats. Um, she sends us That's goat crazy. <laughs> yeah, so, like, she'll do some customer service stuff and then, like, go clean the stalls or feed the goats and that's stuff. That's good life. Mess with the chickens and they yeah. come back. And she works from her house, you know, so she's able to do that. Um, Ian went, um, is out of New Mexico, and he's a knife maker. Um, on oh, the wow. side so he's able to kind of work his own hours I mean like during the day like when most of the tickets come in they're they're on there but like if he needs to go an hour over here and do something or you know they have that, big deal, that flexibility yeah. too so um, and that's awesome same yeah. thing with the warehouse like I, was say, I think the where I mean us in the warehouse have a pretty good schedule and pretty relaxed environment as well if you know need a day off if we have to go do something you know pick something up leave yeah. come back it's I think that's kind of, um, it's something that businesses are going to have to adapt to. Uh, I mean, the work from home thing is one thing. We really can't, we don't really offer work from home options for people. I mean, it's kind of hard to sew from. Yeah, yeah. it makes it difficult. Especially sewing machines that won't fit through people's doors. No, (laughs) Uh, but we we try to compensate in other ways. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think think a lot of modern companies are going to have to, do something like that to attract the talent. Um, cause a lot of people are like complaining about, well, I can't find anybody to do anything. It's like, I, I keep my mouth shut a lot of times. Cause I'm like, I don't have a problem finding people like, and a lot of people that have come to work with, with us have stayed with us for uh, a really long time. The very first lady I hired, she is still there. So she worked at my house. Oh, wow. Also, don't, don't tell, tell the city. Don't tell yeah. city. <laughs> uh, actually, it's the county. Uh, it was funny because I got a visit after uh, the week after we uh, moved out of my house. Oh, wow. I got a visit from uh, code enforcement. And they were like, are you running a business out of your house? I'm like, uh, not currently. Funny <laughs> you say that. Uh, we just moved. So <laughs> it wasn't a big deal. But I, I do know that I was breaking some sort of city ordinance oh, yeah. uh, or county ordinance. But yeah, anyhow. If anyone knows Jesse, they know he's a real rebel. Oh, I'm yeah. a super <laughs> rebel. I, I do like finding ways around things, uh, but yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, with a lot of things in life, you find high quality people and you treat them like adults. And if they're high quality people, they will act like adults. Mm-hmm. And, um, that allows if, you know, to management doesn't have to micromanage people because a good manager doesn't want to micromanage and a good employee doesn't want to be micromanaged. Exactly. So, you know, our hiring process, we always kind of said like, you're an adult. We will give you the opportunity to act like an adult, be an adult, do, you know, manage your own time, get your work done. And, um, you know, we'll let you do that then. And it just makes for a more relaxed relaxed but more more efficient work environment because micromanaging is really inefficient yeah like no one wins in that that's kind of like the approach that we have it's like we'll give you the tools to do whatever you need to do and then just like go go figure it out like go do it you know like we're not gonna don't ask me a ton of questions yeah you can ask me questions but don't ask me a ton of them (laughs) yeah exactly and like if you empower people to make their own decisions Mm -hmm. you get a lot better you're not having to make all the decisions and you're getting a lot better results in the end. Um, and then like another thing that always like bugged me coming from like the fact that, you know, you have to be there from nine to five. It's like, well, 
there's nothing to do right now. So like, why are we here? Like, no, like go push a broom or yeah, it's like, go, go find you know, clean the bathroom. busy work, you know, it's yeah, like, a lot of inefficiency in that. Yeah. It's like, I mean, if, if there's nothing to do, like if you've got somewhere to be, yeah. go do it, you know, mm-hmm. there's, yep. And I, and, you know, and Jesse and I, and, and Steven as well, like we, we worked for large corporations and you see some of that stuff happening. You see the micromanaging, you see the inefficiencies and you're able to take that and be like, is there a way we can be successful and avoid those things like is you know that's where you can actually be efficient grow but also just enjoy your time at work people a lot aren't, more aren't happy too yeah you yeah. get a lot more happier people and yeah. happier people make better decisions mm-hmm. and like it's it everyone around it, it has a it's like a ripple effect you know 100 yeah. percent. you know yep. third and fourth and fifth order effects it's it's huge 100 percent. yeah so yeah um you know, that, that system has worked really well for us and we continue to do that. We have, uh, in, in our equipment, like we're investing a lot, a lot, a lot of money into very expensive <laughs> equipment, massive sewing machines that are automated, uh, massive cutting tables that are automated. Yeah. You were saying the CNC machines for like cutting the, the beans yeah. and stuff. Yep. <laughs> yep. CNC cutting, yeah. they they move fast and I've had to learn a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Do y'all cut like multiple sheets at once or? Nope. Uh, no, what? it's, what? so what's interesting about it is it's conveyorized. Yeah. I know nothing about this. this so like imagine uh, like you, you understand what. Like, where there's like a gantry and stuff and basically it has a uh, a roller cutter that comes down it's like and, a, pizza, a pizza cutter basically and, oh, it, nice. and it guides it yeah. right and um it also has a a mark like a pen that'll come down and mark things if we want um but it, that whole setup the fabric rests on a conveyor like a treadmill almost oh, it's, nice. yeah imagine like and a really sucks. big treadmill yeah. that is also an air hockey table but, but exactly. reverse. But reverse. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. So it pulls the stuff up on the table from the roll, cuts where it needs to cut, then keeps going. So and it just drops the finished goods on the end. So there's Very no cool. need to stack anything deep because oh, yeah. it'll cut it so fast and then it'll roll something new on yeah. and then cut it so fast. The, the, the machine's so efficient that it ends up not being used a whole ton. Like a, it's only used a small percentage of the day because it's so fast. Frustrating how little it gets used actually. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh it's man. Like, man, this is too efficient. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Can we slow it down? <laughs> well, I mean, but you, you know, doing it the other way is so inefficient yeah. that it's extremely costly. Um, and it, it creates, uh, you know, it adds a labor cost that's, it, it makes certain things not feasible at all, uh, because your, your labor cost on cutting will be what it is on sewing. And it's like, you can't do that. Um, so, uh, we've just found that, I mean, and, and certain things can't be made in the U S I mean, I, I wish everything could, uh, but I mean, I guess if the American consumer could pallet you know, like five or $600 jackets and, you know, $600 backpacks, you know, maybe you could do that. Um, you know, but like you see mystery ranch is successful at it and, but they charge a lot yeah. for their stuff. It's also on a pretty small scale in like the, the grand scheme of things. Like exactly. You know, your average consumer is not going to go buy a mystery ranch. Like no, a lot of them, they're not a Jansport. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, Jansport's going to make their stuff in Vietnam. Yep. And they're going to charge $15 for it. And exactly. everyone's going to buy, you know, it's yeah. It's like, there's certain things that we just, it's not feasible for us to make here. And we have to be aware of that. Uh, sometimes when we do research on a product that we're looking at making, uh, we find out that it's like, well, there's not enough price elasticity for this product to even be made in our shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, recently, um, I really wanted us to make an apron because I thought that, that would be cool. And so we made a apron 
using Cordura. And oh, the, yeah. Yeah. The idea yeah, is... you probably saw it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can get all the cool camel patterns you want. Um, it had a, a little leather patch on it that laser we laser engraved our logo on it. And it had, like, multiple pockets and a uh, cool buckle system. And... It was a really cool apron that you could use for gunsmithing or grilling or anything like that. I'm like, this is a cool product. This is a cool idea. I really like this. But it ended up just costing so much money. Yeah. And like this cost us like $55 to me. Yeah. Like it, like, yeah, like, <laughs> like some of the patterns, just because the, the, the camouflage patterns of that material is so expensive. And because we have pockets, we're ending, ending up like layering it mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, like the material, just the raw Cordura material cost was like $30 yeah. on some of the aprons. It's expensive. Yeah. And you're trying to, you know, try to compete with a $9 apron on Amazon yeah. that, you know, is made overseas. Yeah. And so we came out with that apron. I'm proud of that product. It's a cool <laughs> product, but it's like, it's a lot of money for us. And it's I think we ended our, up at like $90. And, it's, and, it's, <laughs> and we, it's a really expensive apron that we still don't make like hardly any money on. Um, I'm pretty sure our management took it off the site recently. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, uh, sorry, guys. Sorry, like, everyone. <laughs> so, um, you guys need some of those for a uh, collector's item if you got one. Gun room. Yeah. No, we can we can make them for you if you yeah. want. Yeah. So, yeah. Actually, we, may, we, we can custom engrave. Um, yeah, but I had some questions about your logo because I tried lasering your logo and I was like, freak, man. Yeah. I can't make this happen. I need like a different version of it. Yeah, we does that make we're sense? Working on like a an easier to laser engrave because like we we just bought a laser engraver, nice uh, for some stuff and our logo with all the intricacies of it. We're trying to make one that's a little bit more friendly for like for small logos. Yeah, because um, it basically blacked out. Yep, everything in like the in the Texas part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh crap. Yeah, that's then, not uh, work. <laughs> the ordinance. Uh, Jake's been messing with the laser engraver a lot, and he's done some leather patches and stuff, and like. The Texas looks good, and then you get like big text ordinance, and it's just like big text, and then like ordinance, ordinance is so like, small at the bottom, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, You're like, what sense. does that even say? But I was trying to make one for you guys. Oh, I just wow. want you to know or there was intent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the thought that counts. That's yeah. right, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, we also got lasers um, recently. We you have went sharks from, with lasers. Oh, I wish. The words out of my mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you get a fiber laser? What kind of laser? We got. got I don't Sorry know. Sorry to nerd out right um, now. It's it's uh it yeah it does that um it has it's like a little thing and it's got the thing with does the it make thing. crazy noises uh, yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's probably nice. a fiber laser then yeah I think you got to wear glasses it's like a yeah thirty watt or something. you could do metal are you doing you're you're like engraving metal and yeah so like, we bought it to like be able to engrave on like lowers suppressors and things yeah, like that probably. and then P mags you can do that's a fiber we played around with some some P mags yeah we just did our first case of P oh I saw those yeah those looked good yeah. No, that's definitely a fiber laser. We don't have any fiber lasers. Yeah. So uh, we have really large CO2. CO2 lasers. Oh, wow. So we have three three large ones and one medium, and they are... It's got a big old tube. Yeah. <laughs> Science. Yeah. yeah. Ours are 80-watt uh, tubes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, and then we have one that's 155, which I realized after I bought it, I was like, <laughs> yeah. maybe we don't need it. A little high. <laughs> <But we have laughs> a little too much horsepower. <laughs> but that's what, the, you know, like the, the thought is more is better turns out not, not quite so much it turns like, out lasered into the foundation by accident <laughs> yeah um, exactly yes don't worry about that yeah. yeah so uh so yeah we've been uh in the past year we've really gotten into um laser cutting squadron more advanced yeah. materials and making products using that and um our tourniquet holder is an example of that it's tegris and there's squadron in there and and we have um 
a new belt coming out in late February that is, is going to be using some of that as well. Oh, very cool. Yep. Oh, we're pretty excited about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, you, you have my attention. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, do you want me to I got it with me? What? Oh, dear. You want to see it? You'll see it. Yeah. What the the when does on? this get released? I'm curious. Uh, we, how, a month? February 22nd is when it's coming Oh, yeah. Out. We, oh, can, yeah, we can push we can it back till then. Perfect. Okay. I've been wearing one of... Uh, you could do it maybe the week before or yeah, something. To yeah. Create hype. There, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> We've been... Uh, or I've been wearing one of y'all's low-profile belts uh, for probably a good uh, six, seven months now, just as a my EDC belt, and I love it. I love small, you know, belts like that. Simple, not a huge buckle that, yep. you know... It's funny that, that like, that belt has been so popular. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, we have, like, five or six of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's crazy. Very simple, very clean, yeah. and yeah. very fun. I mean, I'm wearing it literally right yeah. now. <laughs> and it's inexpensive, too. So, yes. like, like... It is inexpensive. We've, we've been buying belts for forever, and normally it'd be at least 150% of the, the, the price that y'all charge, mm-hmm. um, and it takes six to eight weeks to get here. You yeah. know, like, oh, yours, <laughs> like, it's, it's inexpensive, it's awesome, and it's shipped, like, the same day. Yeah, know? yeah. Uh, almost no lead time. Uh, so that was... I need to get a, actually a couple more colors. Yeah. Just we have black and gray. That's yeah. usually yeah. what we stick to. So do you want me to tell you a little bit about this? Yeah. We can tell you a little bit. I, I, I'll tell you I'll a little bit. And then they can... Steven. Steven. Yeah, Steven, Steven should talk. explain it. Uh, so it's a, wanna... uh, Tegris, it's a 12-ply Tegris core that we've wrapped in Cordura, and then we laid you our laser cut, our laser cut uh, squadron. Um, Molly, we do a laser engraved logo and size on the back. So we're cutting down on having to do tags and all yeah. that. Um, and then we did the polymer GT buckle. Yeah. I was looking at that just to, so this is the battle belt light for the very obvious reasons. Like bud light. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Only 64 calories. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely for less calories. In beer belt. Oh yeah. Very light. We'll fill you up and we'll let you do yeah. we'll, But, uh, we're launching with, I think 10 colors. Um, and it's, I mean this, this buckle or this belt, Weighs less than a D-ring uh, Cobra buckle. Yeah, I was the feeling it. Yeah. The, the entire like, thing. It's a featherweight. Like yeah. yeah, and I know a lot of people have kind of scoffed at the polymer GT buckle, but we've been using them for years on some of our police belts. And, and if it's not load bearing, like if you're not using it, well, that's because of 500 pound brake not. strength. Yeah. Got, yeah. So I mean, what are you doing with your range belt? Then you need a 500 pound brake strength. Steven with. could hang from a bridge, and it would yep. be fine. Yeah. We should try it. Yeah, I was going to say. We probably should is, do that. Yeah. I, would bet, I would bet me and you could hang on it together. We are on the 50th floor. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could try this. Yep. I mean, I don't mind yeah, it. And all the windows in the hotels in Las Vegas, they come out, right? Yeah, they, yeah. yeah. Right? they got it. That's a thing. <laughs> At least another one they do. Are you yeah, guys the make, other one they did. Are you guys going to have it in, in the rainbow pattern? We're working so, on Yes. So, okay, um, please do that. We have 11 colors, but we're launching with 10 because we're trying to... Yeah, I think that, that would that be nice. So, yeah. so the, yeah, the magic here is that um, we can use some advanced materials and some advanced manufacturing technologies to make a product that is that functions better, that weighs less, is available in more colors, and the and really looks exciting, amazing. Yeah, <laughs> it's super clean looking. Um, but uh, the the best part is it's actually going to cost less than our current. Battle oh wow! Belt. Nice. Do you have a price set? So uh, the MSRP that, uh, as of right now, our plan is, I believe, one fifty. Oh wow! We are going to uh, launch it at one thirty. Nice introductory price. And so that's that the that's the inner belt, belt. and that, that includes belt. the oh, low profile, oh, wow. the low profile inner belt, 
and um, this outer belt as configured with Molly on the outside and a GT Cobra buckle. There will be um, the aluminum Cobra buckle will be available as well. And it's double adjustable, which means that uh, the belt, the adjustment ends, there's two of them, one for each side. And so from a manufacturing perspective, that makes it easier for us because we're not permanently sewing any of the buckles in. Yeah. Um, so it's easy for us to just match up the buckle that the yeah. customer orders. One less step, with, less skews. It's yep. um, way less skews. I mean, yep. you literally half the skews yep. yeah. because of that. We actually ha we have the skews a couple of times because we're only offering this one in Mali because the, there's like no penalty to it. It's so, it doesn't really add cost yeah. um, because it's already cheaper and there's no added thickness or the th added thickness is so negligible that there's no, there's no reason not to just make it Molly. Cause if someone wants to use the Molly, they can, if they don't, they don't need to, yeah. it's just super clean like that. And so it's, uh, with it being only available in Molly and with it, um, uh, we're only one inner belt is going to be available with it. So right. we've made it a lot, a lot more, uh, clean and efficient. I don't know a, if I've ever seen one of these like polymer Cobra yeah, so yeah, those have been around for a while. I actually. have. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it is it is an authentic Austria Alpen Cobra buckle, and the only difference of instead of being made in Austria, it's actually made in the USA. Oh, so it's made cool. in the USA nice. by ITW Nexus, which is one of the major um, polymer injection, injection molding orders, like yeah. mil spec <coughs> hardware uh, companies in the US. So it's a very very high quality buckle. The buckle's lighter weight. Uh, it helps bring the cost down. So it'll cost less with the with the polymer buckle, and it is plenty strong for that job. Yeah. So, like I said, our our our, our two inch law enforcement belt has had the polymer buckle as an option for years now, and I, I don't know that we've seen one break. I've so never seen if, one break. If cops can't break one, like. <laughs> Yeah, you given them to the Marine Corps yet? No, not, uh, not yet. We don't allow the yeah. Marine Corps. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they would try to eat it. So, yeah. <laughs> like, especially if you have the rainbow colored ones, yes. they think it's crazy. <laughs> uh, so you said ten colors. So I, I'm trying to think of ten yeah, colors that you colors. would make so, a belt. So, yeah. well, so, so our, one of the solid colors, the whole <laughs> rainbow. No, just kidding. So, yeah. Yeah, so your um, black, blacks, Odie. greens, uh, coyote. Uh, I don't think we're doing gray. No gray. Um, but all your multicams, tropic, arid, okay, and okay, regular, that, that uh, woodland, that. yes, um, sold, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Actually, I want the, that. The camouflage pattern woodland ones, oh, yeah. the camouflage pattern oh. ones look the best because they look the great. the Cordura wrap and then the squadron, the uh, patterns overlap. Like just how the Molly like wrap, just like it looks like so super clean. camouflage, nice. super clean. It looks yeah. great. Um, but our initial testing and uh, uh, input from people is Ranger is going to perform very well. Yeah, Rangers. I've been surprised by that. Right yeah, hmm. by we so we sent out twenty to thirty to to testers, and almost half was Ranger Green, <laughs> which I was honestly pretty surprised. Yeah, about. I thought I thought Woodland or something uh, was going to yeah. be like the killer color, but but a little a little bit of feedback on uh, why we're offering so many colors is because over the years we get requests for so many different colors for our battle belts, mm -hmm. and the problem is is that in the in the textile world, doing a color, it, I don't want to say it's not an option, but it is extremely expensive and very difficult to do. So, um, a lot of the, the weavers and, you know, the people that, that put color on, on webbing, they have really high minimums and it makes it really difficult to even do that. We offered uh, a few times we've offered now, uh, wrapped belts, 
Um, and I think right now we still have the wrapped belt. We still have a few more buckles left for the, the, the hybrid wrapped belt. Um, but, uh, you know, that's a way for us to, we essentially wrap webbing and use that to change the color. And with this, what's nice about it is there's not a, there's not a little, there's no webbing in this. Yeah. Um, so we can use existing colors and getting fabric in different colors is wildly easier, uh, to do. So that's, you know, we want to offer a lot of color opportunities for people so that hopefully they stop asking for you can <laughs> a ton pick, of different colors. Pick your flavor of the day. <laughs> exactly. You can have every single one of them too. Got to catch them all, right? Yeah, yep, yeah. that's true. And we encourage customers yeah. to buy one of every color. A absolutely. <laughs> it's actually a good idea. It's, I mean, actually, buy two is, of every color. Yeah. It's on the highly uh, yeah. recommended section. Mm, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yep. Very cool. That's that's going to be great. Chris, you want to see it? Chris yeah. Floyd's sitting off camera, so. We're going to let him check out the coolness. Nice. But yeah, we're very excited about that. <laughs> it, that, that product is a result of, you know, the years of us learning uh, different manufacturing techniques, different materials, and taking everything that, that we know and putting it together. I mean, and everything we've learned just about belts, like what are the needs of the customers? What are the wants of the customers? And putting it all into one final product. And it's been, it's, we're very excited about that. And we, we, we sent, you know, a couple of dozen test belts out to our um, industry friends who are out there on ranges a lot, you know, getting, getting time in and uh, very good feedback from everyone. So uh, I think that it's going to do very well. And I think, I think people are going to be very excited, especially like just the, the value of it. Yeah. The fact that it's like an extremely high end product that's really well thought out, but it also just 150 happens, bucks also like, happens to be cheaper. Yeah. And, and it's not cheaper because you're cutting stuff out. It's cheaper because it's of cheaper superior because manufacturing it's Absolutely. cheaper because of superior manufacturing. Yeah. It's that's not, it's not because it's of lower quality. It's in many ways of higher finding quality, better ways of doing things. Yeah. Yep. So that, so. that's, that's the exciting part. Like that's, yep. that's what's, yes. that's what's cool. Yeah. Being able to like truly innovate is yes. like very fun. Oh, I love it. I get Infusion 360 and I'm just like, how do we do this? It's <laughs> super fun. Yes. So. How many people do you have uh, sewing? I, it, sewing itself? I mean, so we have roughly 45 employees. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, so of those, the ones that are actually sewing, it's probably closer to 40. Nice. High 30s, something like that. Wow. So, so y'all, y'all scaled pretty fast. Y'all went from like, you know, garage to 700 square feet to now like, you know, nine eleven thousand nine hundred ninety nine. 11,999. That's right. Like, yeah. uh, <laughs> 45 employees. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of scaling in a short amount of time. Like it's easy going, f uh, the hardest for us, it was the hardest going from me and Madison to, to one employee number one. Yeah. That was, that was hard. And then, you know, two and three were, were, were a little bit different, but then like, you know, going from, we haven't skilled as much as y'all have, but like, what's kind of walk us through like the challenges and how did that whole process go? And what, I mean, so I, I mean, that, that's got to take a lot. It's, it's, I mean, one problem at a time. Right. <laughs> so like, I mean, you, you, for, for me, I mean, Kurt's focused mostly on marketing and, and the operations side. I'm kind of like, all right, we have got to figure this out. And so, uh, half the battle for me was just to figure out, uh, what, 
machines to buy. I mean, cause like, I didn't even know what to search for at one point. Cause <laughs> yeah. it's like, uh, I want a sewing machine that can sew automatically. Yeah. Type you know, that into like, Google. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and, and I, I, I want to say that honestly, sewing for dummies yes. <laughs> at, at the time, I think that that was fairly unknown. And so I didn't really get any search results that were meaningful. Uh, so over time I, you know, started figuring out kind of what those things are called. And this is where trade shows really come into handy. Um, you know, going to uh, trade shows where they do textiles and, and, uh, they, they have sewing machines there and you can talk to, uh, Mitsubishi or Juki or some of these other, uh, sewing, sewing machine manufacturers and really kind of get an idea of what, what is they can do for you. Uh, and you know, so that was kind of the big, way for us to scale is because it, you know, having a, having a, an entire building filled with sewing machines and all of them are just, you know, the same and there, you, you know, you have to essentially teach a skill to somebody mm -hmm. is really difficult. It's almost impossible to scale that here in the States because pretty much no one knows how to sew. Yeah. I would say that 90% or more of the people that work for us don't sew out. Like they never knew how to sew before. It's really not a, question we even ask uh in an interview because uh, like i'm not the answer is 99 the answer is no like, yeah. i'm not gonna ask you we so whatever <laughs> uh so you know figuring out that oh i can i can automate some of these processes and make it quicker faster and easier and also i don't necessarily have to teach somebody how to sew i just need to teach them how to run this machine um and it's a lot of uh, you know, loading things, making sure things are lined up, clamping it down, pushing a button. The machine does its work. If there's a number, if something happens, push this button, yeah. <laughs> you know, to stop it. Uh, then that's a whole lot easier. And, and, and we can, we, we certainly do our, a fair amount of freehand sewing is what I would call it. Uh, but we, I, I try not to do like, I, I try to take my goal, at least my purpose at the company right now is to, get as much of that from freehand over to automatic. Um, and I think that's, that's the only way we've been able to scale. Yeah. Otherwise we would have had to raise the price through the roof just to, just to hinder the amount of orders we we're getting. So it's the damn robots are taking over. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it, you know, it, employees though, like I, I, we had an employee meeting and I remember saying to them, like, you know, we need to automate more. And, and I asked a question, I said, who thought that the first time we automated one of these processes that they were, that, that this was going to take their job. And I was surprised how many hands went up, like a lot of people's hands went up. And I, I just assured them, I said, you know, this is really just the path for us to do more with you guys. The most valuable asset that our company has is you. It's the employees. Because none of these machines run themselves. Yeah. Like they have to, you know, yeah, stuff to has to happen. Feed with them. the material to it, mm -hmm. change the settings, mm -hmm. something. Like we can only semi automate. There's no full automation no of robots sewing, really. And, you know. no. Yeah, not like that. Um, yep. Not yet. So, I mean, that, <laughs> that for me was the biggest way to scale. Um, you know, yeah, every machine has an operator. So it's just a matter of like how can we, you know, the more that that employee can make, like the more product they can make, the more we can afford to pay them. Mm -hmm. So those raises don't come from nowhere. Yeah. Those, yeah. That, that all comes from us finding maximum <clears throat> efficiency. And so 
when an employee can produce a lot, they're more valuable to us. Mm -hmm. And and it's a combination of that equipment and that employee being able to be efficient. So, yeah, but scaling is (laughs) scaling's uh, it's fun. Yeah. We hired a lot of people. It was, yeah. And, and we, you know, Jesse and I worked at our day job at Delta for three years. Yeah. Because we were growing so fast. It's like you get stuck in that, like, I can't take this a paycheck. It's <laughs> growing so fast that we're poor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yes. don't have any money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, this is the, and the, the fun part is the government, when it comes to be tax time, they're like, no, it says here you yeah. made this much money. I'm it's like, like, I haven't I, seen I a dollar of that. Yeah. <laughs> None of that was like, yeah, we, Delta was the reason, like, you know, we had money to buy food. Yeah. That's, and, that's, and, and, but it yeah. was, it, it ended up working out really well that way. But we're, once we were able to do a transition, because, you know, working for an airline is not one of those like, ah, eh, we'll just start working part time. It's like you're in or you're out. Yep. And you got to like figure out to be how to make that transition. So we were able to make that transition. Um, but that's one of the tough parts about scaling is like cash flow, where it's yeah. like we're growing so fast that we don't have any money. Yep. And it's or we might need to actually put more money in. The yeah, that, that did happen. <laughs> that did happen a couple yeah. of times where it's like, you know. Like I remember when we we first told our wives like, "Hey, we're gonna like put a little bit of money in." I mean, it was like a little bit of money um, to to buy like the sewing machine and stuff. And it's like, but we'll you know we'll be able to. We're loaning ourselves our business some money. We'll get the money back real soon. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's like the return will be great, and yeah, we'll yeah. get it back. We ended up having to like do that like one or two more times. Oh. We'll go back to it and be like, "Hey, honey, oh, uh, yeah. the business needs a little <laughs> more needs money." A little bit more. It's yeah. only because we're be, we're successful. It's yeah. not because you know it's just because it's growing fast, and yeah. it's like uh, you know maybe next year we'll get that money back, and then you know by the time we could actually start paying ourselves, like the business was like a pretty big machine that was just rolling along and um we managed to you know to make it all work and it worked out really well but it is like it is kind of one of those like hilarious like issues of like we don't have any money because we're growing so fast yeah we're too successful yeah well and it's kind of you know if i'm sure you've heard of the oprah effect you know it's like these businesses that go on and being on oprah you know that was during my time as a child but like they would get, get a like a, they would get a lunch. million orders, yeah, yeah. It's and like they'd sh- go out of business. Yeah. No, there, like, there is that's a, a def- thing. Oh, absolutely, like, and I don't think a lot of people realize that. Like, you can be too successful too quickly, yeah, and it'll crush a business. Yeah. Like, oh, totally. Like, if you got a million orders tomorrow, like, oh, do, it, that would crush you. you. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, I couldn't do that. Yeah, no. like, good luck with the customer service. People are like, exactly. well, <laughs> why don't you go get a government contract for the military? I'm like, I could never do that. Like, I don't even have like. Count to a million. Let me know what that's like. Because, you know, if you take some of these parts and pieces that go into a belt, I don't even have enough room to store. Yeah, a million Cobra buckles. A million, like, yeah. you'd need a million Cobra buckles. You'd need... How many spools of... I don't even like, know. Like, it probably wouldn't even fit in our building. And then how do you pay for that? Like, like yeah. you know, there's I, so much... Yeah. I would be... I, you would you would have to spread that over... Like a hundred years for me. Like, I, there's no way I can't, I can't do that. So, yeah. at least not currently. Yeah. I mean, maybe that would be a great maybe goal. Maybe next year. <laughs> maybe next year. <laughs> so, yeah. So, since you guys all worked in the aircraft field, when will you start manufacturing aircraft parts? Aircraft parts. airplanes? Yeah. I've, oh, I've yeah. looked into doing seatbelts before. I would say, like, what about seatbelts? Uh, I legit have looked into that. If you hand me a sheet of paper, I will make you an airplane right now. <laughs> 
The offer right. stands. <laughs> yeah. It might even go like five feet. Chris, we, yeah. need, a, we need a piece of paper. <laughs> Get a paper clip too. Can, can you open these windows? Like, yeah, that would yeah. be really cool. I'll yeah. throw a chair out. Yeah. <laughs> you ever see the TikTok video of like the dude, he's in like a New York City skyscraper, like way high up. Maybe it's an apartment building. I don't know. And he like throws paper airplane. And the, it, it's so peaceful and it's like relaxing in this, you know, there's busy New York City behind it and this paper airplane, it's built perfectly so it flies and it's catching yeah. all the updrafts and it's Dang. like, it, it looks like it's going to go down and then it catches another one and it's like, it's a five minute video and it's just like, I could watch this for hours and <laughs> fall asleep to it because it's like, it's beautiful. It's super cool. It's yeah. like just chill, and you're like, That's awesome. this thing's gonna fucking go forever. <laughs> Sorry, side tangent. Uh, nice. I like it. I'm gonna go look up that video. Yeah, I'll find yeah. it. I'll no, my favorite. It's a. It's a. Was that a soccer game? Oh they yeah, it hits the dude right in the, like, right the, the, the back of the head. <laughs> like <laughs> someone throws it from like the like the nosebleed seat, and it just goes all the way down, and the crowd starts getting hype. Oh, that's and legit. It that's the cool. back of someone's head. I thought of him in the, in the crotch. I don't know. It, 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 it had crotch <laughs> something. Yeah. 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 It hits a person. Yeah. And that's all I really It, it hits a head. Yeah. We, <laughs> we still enjoy airplanes and stuff. Like, I mean, yeah, we were yeah. actually talking about going to Oshkosh. Yeah. This year. So yeah. that'd be Which, cool. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm definitely an, an aviation nerd still. And mm-hmm. I love that stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's uh Yeah, Kurt was calling out airplanes yesterday on the ride home. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> my, uh, one of my really good friends from back home, um, works at the airport he's like a manager for like the maintenance shop for like a private little like aircraft maintenance facility Mm -hmm. and so like i fuck with him all the time and i'll just send him like i was in the houston airport and i was like look a dc-10 it was just like you know it was a 747 or something like that (laughs) i just send him random airplanes like oh dc-10 he's like shut up no it's not you (laughs) idiot like they don't even make that anymore yeah Yeah. dc-10s uh i've seen some dc-10s usually they're like fedex or ups or something like they're not they're not in service for passenger carry anymore. but they're still awesome yeah, yeah. they just, are really cool I, though I, I mess with them and just send a random picture yeah. i want a dc3 though that'd be amazing but if people buy enough of our products we will buy an airplane yeah <laughs> so we'll do just, it just throwing that out there yeah you if, could if, fix it if i mean customers yeah, want be... us to buy an airplane buy a lot of products we will buy an airplane <laughs> yes just not a million i, I can't yeah, count can't, that high can't do a million <laughs> yeah uh, can't do a million that's tough yes uh, so y'all have the new belt coming out, the new battle belt. Uh, any other big plans for 2023? Um, the fanny pack's out. Yeah. The fa- so the fanny pack came out at the end of 2022 and it is, yeah, it's definitely worth talking about because it is, um, there's a lot of fanny packs that people use for concealed carry, but this one from the ground up was designed specifically for concealed carry. And there's some pretty big differences in, in the design and development of it, uh, so that it can best do that job. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do my best to kind of just describe it for someone who was listening. But the idea is um, it, you know, we want to make something that could carry a, a subcompact or smaller pistol. Like I carry a Glock 43X in mine. And uh, that way it's a, it's a small pack. Um, it's very It's very thin. It's very like streamlined to your body. As I'm looking at your crotch, yes. yeah. Oh, fanny pack. Pack. <laughs> Please check it out. This one is. This one is. Uh, also check out the fanny pack. This is my shot show fanny pack. So therefore, it is full of stickers and granola bars. So <laughs> that was another very important usage. But but the idea is we wanted um, to fix some of the problems that fanny packs that were not designed for concealed carry would have. So uh, a lot of them are pretty bulky, and one of the problems is if you were to zip them open there's a chance that 
your firearm could just fall out. And people fix that. Um, or, or, or the other issue is that um, you want to make sure that you have basically like two things. You need safety and retention. So we need to make sure the trigger is covered and we need to make sure the gun isn't going to fall out. So uh, a lot of people cover their trigger by putting uh, like a little trigger guard like over their um, over their, their pistol and like a little Kydex one and then they'll tie it off on a lanyard into a fanny pack. That's a pretty common way to fanny pack carry so that when you draw the gun, the little trigger thing pops off because of the lanyard and then, you know, you can aim and shoot. Um, that is a that's that's a decent solution. But the problem of opening the fanny pack and the gun falling out is still potentially there depending on the design of the fanny pack. So we started ours with the idea of like, well, let's make a fanny pack that can hold an inside the waistband holster in the fanny pack. And that provides us with the safety. The trigger is going to be covered and it provides us with the retention mm -hmm. uh, that comes with the holster. So the, the, the problem with that is, is like, how do we attach the holster to the fanny pack? So we put Velcro on the front panel of the fanny pack and we made this little attachment piece that is essentially a, it's a it's a small piece of belt like one and a half inch belt and that is sewn to a velcro panel the velcro panel attaches to the front uh, of the fanny pack and so basically the front of the fanny pack kind of functions as it inside like inside the waistband part of your belt and so you can put the pistol in your fanny pack in the holster you could open the zipper and if I, like if you open the zipper the because of the way this fanny pack is structured uh it won't flop open it stays tight enough but it allow it opens a little bit so that you can get your hand in there and draw ian's but, buying one right now yeah yo that purple one <laughs> yeah. is, is fire yes so and it's yeah. just for you yeah i like <laughs> Did you see as that? I as I add this yeah. to my card? Did you see the hype video? I would have. Yeah. Yes. The hype video that yes. we released. I don't think I did. Like yeah. gold chains, oh, LB yeah. sweaters. Yeah. We'll show you still after. I heard from you. Yeah. I, I would highly waiting. recommend the listeners go to the Blue Alpha YouTube channel and watch the fanny pack launch video because it's ridiculous, it's, yeah, obnoxious, and it was thor thoroughly hilarious. Oh, and look, there's a link on your website. Yes, there is. <laughs> um, but uh, um, so you can open this and quickly draw your pistol but also if you open it and turn it upside down like oh yeah nothing comes out so you get like really good retention you get really good safety but it also you get in this enhanced comfort of not having the pistol inside your waistband and there's a time and a place for that um where Inter that's pretty i mean yeah the pictures you have an archon type b in it which is not a small gun no it isn't so um, uh, so the idea is like for people who are going to the gym, walking the dog, any sort of scenario where they wouldn't like, they don't have their normal, like concealed carry inside the waistband. Short shorts setup. in the summertime. Short shorts. Like, yeah. You know, cut off the Dairy Queen. If you're off, naked. Yes. Cut off jean shorts. <laughs> I mean, uh, like my fanny with, pack. The, with the pockets <laughs> hanging out, yeah. like any of that stuff. Um, the gets, guys at Shooter Symposium saw that one. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's an option for them. So basically like people need to think of this concealed carry fanny pack as a tool in the toolbox, right? Like it's not necessarily going to be the everyday option. It can be if they want it to be, but it's not, that's not what we're, we're not trying, trying to, to replace everything else. No, we're giving people another tool in the toolbox. So if you are going on a long road trip and you normally carry inside the waistband, you should try this fanny pack yeah. because the gun is it's it's in the same spot you want it. It's right on your lap. The seatbelt goes right underneath your fanny pack, and you are like 
extremely comfortable like, without the like pain. Yes. Yeah. Because what can happen is, is you go on like a yeah. you know five exactly. five hour road trip, and at a certain point, you're just like, oh, this sucks, and then like boom, pistol goes in the cup holder, mm-hmm. and you end up like making a decision that's like, eh, this is, I don't want to do this. I know I'm not supposed to do this, but I'm going to do this anyways because it's more comfortable this way. And this can, that this eliminates people from having to make that choice. So going on a road trip, you could even take your wallet out and put your wallet in the front pocket. And that way you're not sitting on your wallet. Yeah. And then you're just like riding in maximum comfort yeah. while still being perfectly safe. And if you wanted to, you could even unzip it and like, you know, have it ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're going through a neighborhood, that's, you know, not so nice, but you get end up, you get to the gas station to gas up and you're at a gas station. You've never been to before. And you walk inside, it's like, oh, now I'm taking a pee. And I just remembered that my gun is in the cup holder outside in the car. Yeah. And like, I'm in the dangerous place that I've never been to before. And my gun is in the car, like mistakes were made. Yep. Yeah. And so this is a way to prevent that. Um, and there's going to be a million other scenarios where people are going to be like, oh, like once if they were to get the fanny pack, they'd be like, oh, it, and this is another usage where I'd, I'd have for it. And um, I wore it for six nine months uh, while we were testing it basically nice. almost all of last year i was wearing the fanny pack like every day trying to do a lot of longevity testing to it and i went into this thinking like oh this will be like a neat thing it'll be a little niche product and by the end i was like i'm a true believer yeah. Like, this is, <laughs> yeah. this is, kurt, kurt went in with kurt like, i every I'll day just try the tip yeah. i was trying and then yeah, yeah, yeah it was him. yes <laughs> It, Kurt, Kurt could not take it off no, like yeah. it was just like every day kurt had a fanny pack but what's funny is i it like was erased in my brain. I forgot he was even wearing it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's very you don't and, see it that yeah. often. It's very slim, and, especially if you have like a hoodie on, it's gone. It yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, it's, uh, I think that it's a really viable product that will catch on. And my guess is that people will start making uh, other companies will start making a version of this once they realize that like, Oh, this thing's like the idea is sound yeah, and the function is, is legit. Um, a lot of people will will this it'll kind of like change their lives a little bit like where they the, they'll find moments where it's like <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean really like, like, like i like i said i'm a true believer in this fanny pack like it's amazing um and i i was like the first time I wore it, I was kind of like looking around to like people like, are they looking at me in my fanny pack? And it's like out. the first time you carried ever. You're yeah. like, and then yeah. you realize like, oh, nobody knows. But like nobody they're cares. in again. Yeah. yeah but they are. Like yeah. the fanny pack is. Yeah. And that's the justification for its existence. Um, yeah. And especially when you have a three color fanny pack, you're like, he doesn't have a clock in there. Yeah. 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 Like, no, like <laughs> yeah. We, we, we've got the gray and the black, but then we've got the multicolor oh. and, and fanny packs are in. And these are designed to not look tactical. They're designed to look like any other fanny pack. You can have a pistol in here, but the pistol, like the shape of the pistol does not print at all. Um, It's, I I think people should give it a chance. I'm literally going to order one. Yeah. I I think you would be very happy. Um, You, you'll use it a few times. And so like Sean Heron, our, our, our buddy, Sean from, we like shooting, I sent him one to test and he basically was like, Oh yeah. Okay. Sure. Whatever. And now I talked to him recently. He's like, yeah, man, uh, I'm kind of obsessed. Like it's yeah. just, it makes certain parts of my life so much better that it's just like kind of life changing. Yeah. I'm, I'm having back surgery in two weeks. So mm-hmm. I'm like going to be, yep. you know, back brace and like sweatpants for probably yep. a month. So I'm like, how am I going to carry a gun if I yeah. like need to go anywhere? Cause I'm not going to probably put on a belt anytime mm-hmm. soon. I'm like, there you go. Boom. Yeah. Yep. So, um, 
and I've taken concealed carry classes with it. Uh, the way I wear it is basically I put the, the strap of the fanny pack goes right over the top of my belt and I have no issues drawing like two handed draws. No problem. Nice. Uh, just, I, I do the one zip with my left hand, reach into the fanny pack with the right hand and, um, draws are just as easy as inside the waistband. There's a tiny, tiny time penalty, but it's one of those balancing things where it's like, if like the comfort is really, really nice and the ability to like on some of those days where some people might be like, eh, I'm not going to carry today because of whatever situation, this might be the difference maker where they're going to be like, I am carrying today because I have a way to do it that like I'm happy with. Yeah. yeah. It's convenient. And, yeah. You know, and that's a big deal. Like the difference between not carrying and carrying is a big deal. Yeah. Step so, one of, uh, of the gunfight is to bring a gun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, definitely a product I'm very excited about. And I think, um, it, it's slowly going to catch on and people are going to start to uh, appreciate it. And nice. Um, uh, I think it'll become a fairly popular product. Nice. Once more people know about it and kind of understand the capabilities, but yeah, I definitely recommend people go watch uh, the, the, our launch. It's video. epic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very ridiculous. It. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. There are <laughs> many moments where uh, Steven and I were, we dressed like early nineties weirdos and had gold chains and, 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 you know, tight jeans and, yep. uh, just walking around our, our hometown of Noonan, Georgia, just like <laughs> there were moments where we would just look at each other. Like we're like at the crosswalks, like on the town square. And we just start laughing. Cause it's like, this is so absurd. Yeah. Like we look like absolute morons. <laughs> and the people driving by gave you the, look I thought there were yeah, you have a yes. seven foot, seven, seven foot, foot guy, huge man yeah, in an like... LL bean sweater, <laughs> and, and, and tight, tight jeans and, um, and the chain and yeah, like the, the crazy fanny packs. Yeah. It was, it was very fun. Uh, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's what most of our, our YouTube videos are is <laughs> us just trying to make each other laugh. So awesome. Uh, thank y'all for coming on. Yeah. Dude, this yeah. Was, thank you for the invite. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This was, this was pretty cool. Um, is it blue alpha dot us? So you can go to that. That will just forward to our website, but the, the real website domain is uh blue alpha belts.com. Ah, okay. Technically. So gotcha. Yep. Any uh, um, Instagram, YouTube, of course. Yeah, at Blue Alpha on Instagram, at Blue Alpha Belts on Facebook, and then yeah, Blue, Al- Blue Alpha on YouTube. YouTube. Like we- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like if you look up Blue Alpha, you will find us. Yeah, yep, yeah. But yeah, we, and we yeah, our, I'd recommend people check out our YouTube channel. There's lots of uh, new stuff. Yeah, lots of informational stuff on there, but there's lots of fun stuff on yeah. there as well. And yeah, the entertainment you know, values. Yeah, short, fun videos that you know I think are are worth worth watching. So they, I rec- everyone should go watch our Christmas video as well. Yeah. Oh, I, you want to see what one? Yeah. You want to see what life is like uh, uh, oh, yeah. behind the scenes uh, at around. Christmas There's a reason time. why I've been so quiet because I get yelled at. Yeah. 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 You want to see me? And, hey, where see, is that nose, like, man? Yeah. You want to you want to see a candy cane <laughs> scream at a Christmas tree? Yeah. Uh, you should watch that video. It gets gets kind of dark. <laughs> <laughs> but again, another video where Stephen and I were just like trying so hard not to laugh like at it, each it, other. it was funny enough when my seven-year-old daughter watched it she's like why is mr kurt being mean to you <laughs> she, she legitimately got upset at kurt yeah and i was like, like no it's 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 okay it's okay but she yeah. she was just like why is mr kurt being mean to you yeah. why does he hate you yeah. <laughs> that's funny yeah oh my gosh so yeah thank y'all for coming on yeah. man really enjoyed yeah. it uh if y'all can go check them out um if you don't have a blue alpha belt you're wrong uh no seriously we love y'all guys love it love Appreciate the stuff it. and uh, thank y'all to everyone for watching. Um, 
like, subscribe, tell your friends, etc. Um, really appreciate y'all watching, though. Um, yeah, we appreciate it. And uh, we will see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Boom. Done. Yeah. <laughs>